0: Someone else has already said it best. This is the best of best of you.
1: The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are.
0: What is best in life?
1: I did the best I
2: could. Doing my best.
0: The best of best. Best. Best.
2: Best. 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 Best.
0: Alright, alright. <laughs> welcome to the Best of the Best Podcast. With myself, Conor Keyes, alongside me as always, Mr. Ronan Mullen. That's where you're the comedian. Yeah, you see. Jesus, that's where the money comes from. That's where the money is, <laughs> Yeah, so welcome along. We were here with uh, the one and only, Dazed and Confused. Uh 1993 uh, cult classic, we should uh, uh probably officially call it. Alright, big time. The sort of sort of the biggest if not the, the second picture, but the biggest picture of Richard Linklater's
2: career at that stage. Absolutely. And uh, an introduction to, <laughs> what an introduction to the world. What an introduction for many, many, many of our now renowned actors and mm. actresses.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to the cast because, I mean, we will be here all day talking about the, the, the amount of, mm-hmm. uh, as you say, stars that came out of it. But Linklater, uh, I mean, yeah. it's kind of, Days Confused, it's released in 1983, but set in 1976. Yes. Yes. Uh, it is a sort of common, I don't want to say common of age sort of thing, but it's a high school based um, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to, I,
2: you know, that's the thing, I can never put a genre on us. I was going to say a comedy, but it's sort of You're pretty bang on because Linklater himself said in an interview If you jumped in at any point in this film You wouldn't have to reference anything that happened after or before You don't need yeah. to know what's going on because there's no real story it's just sort of you feel like you're just following people around. Yeah, there's not a f- there's not one continuous arc no, throughout the whole thing. It's there, there isn't a character that's that's the centerpiece of the yeah. film. Nobody is. It's just it's just following kids around on this day when high school ends and juniors are becoming seniors and seniors are thinking about the future. And yeah.
0: So we had, well, we had sweet emotion there uh, by Aerosmith as our introduction coming in, um, which obviously came. Uh, was it written for the film or just no, adapted no. by the film? Was no, it? no,
2: no, no. It was written. The, all these songs were written. Well, 93, oh, I'm I, 76 thinking, See, again, because <laughs> you problem, can't, man. it's hard to fucking yeah. pinpoint it. This film could have released last year, could have released in the it's 80s so, or the 70s. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, the fact that it came out and looks like it looks is amazing. But, like you said, the, the, the cast sort of dictates that too. But the with song, <laughs> apparently they spent like near a third or something of the budget on rights for the songs. Jesus. Because Linklater himself wanted these specific songs. None of them are songs from after 76. So right, they're yeah. all this is all the stuff the kids would have been listening to that year that or year, build okay. up to that. Yeah. Also, when he was sort of feeling out the cast and trying to figure out what their personalities are, these are all young kids, their first roles in films and stuff. Mm-hmm. He gave them all individual mixtapes. Yeah, he made like compilations from so them. So they yeah. all knew <laughs> what their character would be listening to. So they sort of started building. So and that now, would have been interesting. If you would have heard what's like the likes of Slater's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tip <would> <laughs> it's just a reggae tip. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: it, but I mean, yeah, I mean that's just, well we know now obviously in hindsight uh, when we look at Link career since mm-hmm. then, um music was obviously a oh, very absolutely. important part of his uh, of everything he's done since. Uh, uh but there's a few. So let's go through the list. I mean, I, I'm going to forget some. Obviously the standout one that's just the, the global superstar, mm-hmm. maybe the two might compete, but so you Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Parker Posey. Poser Posey. Posey. Fuck, I always do it. Joey Lauren Adams. Jason London. Yeah. From Rats. He
2: was a star in that too. Wait a minute. Oh, have we got a. Jason London. Mm hmm. Jason London, who plays Randall Pink Floyd in this film. Uh huh. You also remember him from Rats, don't you, Connor? I do. That's his twin brother, Jeremy London. Get out of it! You should see his face, kids. I swear to God, I thought the fucking same. I genuinely no, was going. I No, but he it. was in Morats and you're like, no. And then I, went, I was going through the Wikipedia's and hope that there's something salacious with what they've done now. None of them had anything too bad. There's a few, and we'll talk about them. But uh, this in London, well, I was I went be... through the Wikipedia's. Why has it not got Morat's in there? And then I went down and went into Morats and it was like Jeremy. I was like, oh, I must have called them. It's his what? <laughs> Oh, twin brother day. there we go Every Jeremy day is fucking London day. Well, I was convinced I've seen Jason London in the credits i right? <laughs> nope I did not
0: uh, well there you are so uh, <laughs> that's a fucking bombshell that one <laughs> Kick so the we'll the just finish it up with <laughs> that thank you very much for listening go and tune in <laughs> uh, so yeah, so also we also got, we've got um, well we've
2: got Marisa Ribisi yes uh, who plays Cynthia she's Giovanni Rubisi, the actor's twin sister right. and Beck's ex-wife Oh
0: right, okay. Scientologist. Uh huh. You know rightly. They're yeah. in uh, Adam Goldberg as well. Adam um, Goldberg,
2: who's famous for playing Chandler's roommate. Yeah, Eddie. And and the fucking guy was in you know Saving Private Ryan like. <laughs> and we only remember him as being Eddie, as <laughs> Mad Eddie. <laughs> and I don't even watch Friends, and I know he's Eddie in Friends. That's how. But I remember him from this going, "Oh, mighty, he's in it." And he yeah. plays that lunatic in Friends.
0: That's, yeah, and then you have a, 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 a what's this again? Another link later sort of. Sort of specialty, you have a lot of unknowns in as well. Yeah, they were all unknown. Sorry, I should say they were the all well, but not I all, mean, an uh, absolute know, complete yes. introduction. Sort of the level of this is the first time I've
2: ever been on screen, absolutely. So, you're talking the likes of Rory Cochrane, who plays theater, we mm-hmm. talked about, who's went on to be a fantastic actor and everything I've ever seen him and I remember him, but, but there's also young Mila Jovovich. Oh, that's right, but this was her sort of that she was technically supposed to be a star in this. Oh right, okay um, She was a successful teenage model mm-hmm. We're doing that in quotation marks Because it's still strange having a teenage model mm-hmm. But this was meant to be her foray into And she was wrote into this film as having a lot more Okay We'll talk about that later as well But young Wiley Wiggins Wiley, Wiley Wiggins Mitch uh-huh. Who can't act Mitch the pitch Who can't throw a ball at Who cannot throw a fucking ball no. either. Uh, that has been talked about I recently listened to a podcast um, where they talk exclusively about how bad Wiley Wiggins is (laughs) at trying to throw a baseball Mm -hmm. they were going it's literally like the person has never thrown anything in his life (laughs)
1: let alone a ball
2: (laughs) so they had to edit that scene so fucking tightly it looked, but even th- with that, we can still see how bad yeah, everything's even going. was
0: the, the stance, and everything was going. Yeah, uh, it, it tells a good uh story in the documentary where he's talking about like there was a little league team, <laughs> stand watching like as extras, <laughs> and they were just giving him a grief <laughs> because he was so fucking useless. And like he was only what, what age was he T- 12, it's 13, 13? 14, I think. Uh, so yeah, the poor guy. <laughs> and then they
2: interviewed him as an adult, and it doesn't look like he recovered from it, <laughs> he's still very nervous. No. The right there. no, I'd say that would be one that you can't. Well, <laughs> I think he's got quite a bit of a Ripping for you know that and his acting skills, yeah, in the, in, the, in the past, but
0: so a lot of this was based around you know, well, obviously, Days and Confuse. Uh, we we know uh, the phrase because it's a Led Zeppelin song
2: and a John Holmes song, and a, oh, I didn't know that John Holmes. Well, that's where they got it from, all oh, right, okay. But uh, bizarrely, as we've talked about in our Led Zeppelin 4 podcast. There's a lot of uh, incidences where Led Zeppelin like to sue people but don't like to get sued. <laughs> yeah, just one of them. Didn't and this like guy, get... John Holmes, has written and said, No, no, I I performed that song, and Jimmy Page adapted Days and Confused for my version of Days and Confuse. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, but they, they are similar in a bit, but that one's close to Page's version. But mm. <laughs> bizarrely, even as recently as the O2 concerts they did, the celebration uh-huh. day, it's still not credited <laughs> to your man, John Holmes. At oh, all. Right. I think it's like. Adapted from a song by oh, John. credit right. Jim, Jimmy Page <laughs> They don't like giving a penny away Don't like away, giving but... anything away uh, so Which yeah, again we'll talk about the story in this Yeah well is I mean there is a story yeah, there too that They wanted it? rock and roll The song Rock and Roll from yeah. Led Zeppelin 4 In this and Led Zeppelin said yeah it's fine And then Robert Plant said nah <laughs> And that was it <laughs> Shut completely down But the question that me and Connor must ask is Why didn't they ask for teasing Reviews? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like what the fuck is that? could you imagine their face i know like we didn't even ask for the one <laughs> like,
0: why? uh so yeah ben affleck um uh, <coughs> sort of he's the he's the the typical bully or the prick of, of the show mm. uh matthew mcconaughey I, I, I can't really put a finger on his uh, <laughs> like he's more just a, 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 a he's definitely a stoner but he's just he's more of a
2: well, they're implying this guy's in his mid twenties. Like, yeah, he's he's a, a weird 30. sort of
0: like older guy who hangs about with these. Because something just he's talking
2: about junior <laughs> high schoolers to uh, Mitch. He yeah, had the new crop. They're thirteen. Yeah. Oh, is that is that, is that a young Thirteen. They're, 13? they're go- That's going
0: from. See, I never
2: understand how the grades like I, grade That's going from P seven to first year. Right. Okay. They're they're oh, juniors right, okay. going to senior, like they're going to high school. Oh, right. Okay. So everything in this it's is not a break in the
0: middle There's not something like jun- It's not like junior to senior Is like third to fourth year There's something weird like that
2: The words. Well, wh- what older. are you when we go to First year? 11 or 12? 11 or 12, yeah ah, so it's the year after
0: Oh Jesus, right So that is really, really uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. So When your guy says to him <laughs> You know You're going to be in prison For something You're going Maybe Maybe it might be
0: Possibly, a, boy. Possibly. Uh, a big part of this too And I suppose it was um, uh, That's what made it so sort of realistic was there was a lot of input from the cast mm-hmm. um and especially the girls the female cast yep. they got to it showed you like a, a, a clip uh, where they were working on the script and there was like more lines used in the film in the side notes yep. than were actually in the script yeah because the girls would come up with things or they come up with sayings or um and i mean that's a sign of a good director that's confident enough to go yeah we'll take that on because even the actors were going. Normally, you don't get to like you're the last on the fucking ladder, to and be not asked kids. If that's okay, and not kids who've never done before. Um, so we we sort of have the the what they call the hazing,
2: which which the we initiations think, we think we think are pretty bad because we've been seeing the guys sitting outside junior high waiting to bat their kids with paddles. <laughs> yeah, but then we see how women can use the sweet persuasion of emotional batterings. Uh huh. Um, and this is the gear. so the guys are basically just hitting the guys like. But the girls. Like spanking them with a cricket bat. The girls are just berating the young (laughs) girls.
0: It's emotional and mental abuse, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Girls,
2: up,
1: you little what's fascinating is the way not only the school, but the entire community seems to be supporting this, you know, or at least turn their heads. I mean, they apparently have permission to use the parking lot. Right? No parents seem to mind. You know, there's only concessions, you know. I,
2: I know. So that's, uh, we just heard Parker Posey roaring her head off And she's great in this film And I don't care what anybody says I like Parker Posey and everything She's yeah, amazing I in the think. Christopher Guest films mm-hmm. She's bang on comic timing yeah. But that was Adam Goldberg talking at the end And the guy with him is That's Anthony Rapp, is it? Anthony Rapp Yes Do you know who Anthony Rapp is? Yes He's one of the main guys going to Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. For being touched as he was fucking 14 mm-hmm. What was it? Yeah, 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 yeah so this guy's like 18 in this. Mm-hmm. So he, he's... Like the poor fucker been put through a bit of hell already. But he's been on to be like this he's, really highly regarded Broadway yeah. actor. And, and,
0: and I've seen him in a few other, uh, like a character actor in a few movies as well, yeah. like in the comedies and stuff. But yeah, poor guy was involved in all that. So uh, imagine going on his head back in them days, uh, at that stage. Yeah. You're still trying to work and you're still trying to deal with
2: all that But it madness. gets you sort of in the mainframe as well that... These are all kids in this film, like yeah. it's, it's all children, and they're and you don't feel it once. No, and McConaughey's feeling like he's a fucking yeah. he's a spacey around them. Well, <laughs> he's he's tur- hanging around, like <laughs> <laughs> sort of give an impression of the time. Seventy-six. You're talking. That's the summer of Son of Sam. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is also the year of the Last Waltz. This is the year of films like All the President's Men, Rocky, Network. This is Joe Ford leaving and Jimmy Carter entering oh, okay, the White House. Right, yeah. Apple and Microsoft were formed this year. But you don't feel that in this film at all They don't talk about the Cold War They don't talk about The Cold War's going on during this yeah. All, you no fe- man- yeah all you feel is the music Them all going out for the beer. It's just a bit of crack and in the day I think that's what
0: was unique about it at the time And it's probably why people didn't get it initially Maybe Is that it was just real mm-hmm. It didn't have the bazaars and the whole, you know exaggeration and the embellishment that most movies would have Yep, it just said it as it
2: is and it's just people the, hanging out and the music being played is the music's in the car it's in the yep. pool hall it's at the party and, and then people wearing the t-shirts of the bands they like and stuff and that's all the vibe you get that's it they're just drinking smoking weed this is a quote from Quentin Tarantino says this film is one of the top 10 films ever made right okay well, there you and are. when Richard Linklater was given uh, the Star of Texas award for this film mm-hmm. Tarantino inducted him he right. introduced Linklater and then Linklater came up and he said this He had an intent to create an inverse John Hughes film. So meaning that, what he said was, The drama is so low-key and dazed and confused, I don't remember teenage years being that dramatic. I remember just trying to go with with the flow, socialise, fit in and be cool. The stakes were really low. We just had to get Aerosmith tickets or not. That's it. That's a really big thing to us. It was really rare when the star-crossed lovers from opposite sides of the tracks and the girl gets pregnant and there's a car crash and somebody dies. That stuff didn't happen. But riding around the car and trying to look for something to do with music cranked up and drinking beer—that happened a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's just kneeling down. What yeah, he what did that summer gone, yeah. and yeah. what he was doing when he was moving from high school or whatever. But also, people have said there's only like three black actors in this film, yeah. and there's only one teenage uh, African American. He said he only had one black friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he's not, only writing yeah.
2: what he knows. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean it's uh, it's. Uh, but he, he nailed the 70s
0: vibe oh, so yeah. well. The, oh, yeah. the, the clothes, the cars, uh, obviously the music. but And then that sort of almost hippie vibe mm-hmm. to the whole sort of thing. Because that inverse thing of John Hughes. I mean, we had obviously the Breakfast Club and all that sort of stuff. They were all very snippy and very witty, but very sweet too or something. There was nothing sweet in this, in that sense. Yeah. There was the, no sort the of guy the guy got the girl. Yeah, everything was all right in the end. Yeah, there was no hugs, no learning sort of attitude yeah. like the, the Seinfeld rule. Um, but McConaughey, I mean, McConaughey plays Wooderson, <laughs> the, the the older guy who hangs around uh,
2: with the younger ones, and I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He doesn't look it, but it, he sort of does look it actually. When you when you sort of read back, I I know the story behind. Do you know the story about him getting hired for it? No. Were he was just in a bar? All right. Somebody pointed out the casting director over there's casting for a high school film in Austin, Texas. And he was uh-huh. like, well, I'm a film student and I want to break into acting and I've been in a commercial. So he just walked up to the casting director. Casting director was the guy who cast Sean Payne for fucking Fast Times at Richmond High. Right, okay. So he just walked up to him, started talking to him about beer and golf and something else. And the boy was like, this guy's great. You got to try him out. And he got the part. <laughs> but the part was small. McCona- Wooderson's part was nothing.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, initially, I think it was like just a, a sort of a byproduct,
2: but it, because he was so Because good. he was so good, he turned up, and when they got him into the costume, Link later said, We got to film you. We got to take t- film of you and see how you look, yep. you know, going around setting and interacting. So they put him in the car, and they did that scene where he goes to the drive thru and chats All to right Cynthia. Uh huh. And that scene is in the film because right. of the, just the ad-lib moment they did. <laughs> and that's a classic scene. Yeah, But it is, it is later in the film than the scene we're about to play. But more importantly, the reason he, they were able to put more of Matthew McConaughey in the film is because the character, the boyfriend of Mila Jovovich, the guy who plays Sean Andrews as the, the actor, mm-hmm. he married her. Two months after this film, she was 16. Right. Her mother found out about it and uh-huh. got it annulled. Right. Andrews, Sean Andrews, was such a wanker on the set because he'd been in a film before. Of course. That they cut most of his scenes. <laughs> and happenstance, we're figuring out that the hotel that the cast and crew and all were staying at, Sean, An- anytime there was a fight, Sean Andrews was the center of it. Right. He was starting highlands all around the place. So Linklater on the fly was adding more McConaughey scenes. And dropping his scenes, <laughs> filming them, but with no intention of including them. Oh, my so day. he's like sort of a central part of his film for a while, and then he disappears. Yeah, and you he's see gone. him sitting in the car at the end when mm-hmm. they're at the, the, the Watchtower and stuff. But none of it is with any, it, all this is just complete happenstance that McConaughey walked in, he was sort of good. This boy was being a dick, they were phasing him out, my so day. McConaughey got more. So we wouldn't have had McConaughey if this Andrews boy <laughs> no. wasn't such a joke
0: And and that's the thing, I mean, it it, it was such a, uh, they were staying in some sort of like apartment complex or something all it, together. I think it
2: was like a Radisson, a and Radisson the, Motel yeah, all hotel had all sort of it
0: was all there, so basically it was like a, a, like a gang almost of the people yeah. getting to know each other. And they're all young and they're all, you know, fucking, uh, basically, I don't know how much to get into the method acting. Mm. But, um, you know, they were smoking a lot of weed, a lot of drinking Mm -hmm. uh, in Fulham, in a way So, yeah, I mean, McConaughey is kind of Does he technically deal? Is he a dealer? You never actually see, It's always a hint that he might be
2: Mm. But you never actually know Um, Well, he says he works for the city Mm -hmm. But that could mean anything (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, well, well, there at school, he's out Working with the lads. But then he decides at the weekends <laughs> to go back to the pool hall and hang out with 13 mm. to 17-year-olds. And again, that obviously must have been real life. Yep. Like oh, later, like there's the got to be a like guy who was doing somebody, that. But yeah. everybody thought he was just the coolest guy. <laughs> which McConaughey personifies oh, absolutely. on. So here he is picking up uh, one of the young guys. Is it Mitch, I think he's picking Mitch, up? Mitch, yeah. He's sitting with Pink, again, Pinky, Pinky Floyd. Pinky, Pinky Pink, Floyd, Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. But uh, he's at Mitch, they're picking up Mitch, so basically this kid, after you get your hazing, there's always one kid or two kids that the, the, the seniors decide to take out on the end of year sort of bash. Yeah. So Mitch has been selected asked to come along, and he's getting the, the absolute <laughs> glory of getting picked up by Matthew McConaughey in his first scene in the film. Enjoy.
1: <laughs> hey, hop in, man. Hey, man, whose car? You know Wunderson? How's it going, man? Hey. Pretty good. How's it going with you? Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. (laughs) It'd be a lot cooler if you did.
2: (laughs) (sighs) All right, all right, all right. saying that to anyone really he's just pulling into the parking lot <laughs> he's just saying it because everything's great now <laughs> and he's clearly white as a sheet Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? he's clearly in a good place and uh
0: we have the we, we sort of have a, a backstory to that even
2: well he told it I've, I've seen him tell it a few times on talk shows and stuff but I never looked up the audio he said he had a live concert of the doors uh a tape or whatever it was uh-huh. back in the day and he just listens all the time and there's a bit in between songs where the band are like tuning up or whatever and and Jim Morrison just decides to do this. You know, you know when things That's, stick in your head, like you know yourself, when like, you go, "That'll be a great line <laughs> to be fucking using a film that is now mimicked forever and ever and ever amen. <laughs> and everybody associates with me and."
0: Uh, yeah, good old Jim. Now, uh, good old Jim, like? He wouldn't have been on influence I anything at that <coughs> stage. No? Not a fucking chance, man. Only influenced by creativity. Yeah. Uh, so we have, uh, as it goes on, and you know, like we said, there's sort of, if you haven't watched it, obviously, you you, you you know the rule. You wouldn't have watched, you would probably not listen unless you have already seen it. Or you haven't seen it in a while, but go back and remember the, the sort of, think of all the things that have come since, since that yeah. in release in 93 where so many sort of uh, coming of age teenage movies all then went that way yeah they kind of went that more in-depth in the character mm-hmm. and w- even just something the we adults would see as getting aerosmith tickets mm-hmm. was minor it was major to them mm-hmm. and like you think fucking like, the Dawson's creeks and all them other things that come out afterwards it could base everything around as if the world was going to fucking collapse on them
2: oh like, man i can tell you a mighty story and it happened last night <laughs> my wife is regressing uh-huh. And is watching Dawson's Creek again. Oh no. Now, Karen, all my wife does is work, 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 and then come home and listen to this idiot. So she has to have a tune-out. Her tune-out, she has found, is Dawson's Creek. So we got through maybe six minutes of an episode last night. Oh. I was going, Katie Holmes looked lethal. Here, why are you using all them big words? Karen, what's that? And she was like... Pause paused Netflix and went, get the fuck out of the living room. Get away from me. Stop yes. annoying me, you well, absolute pleb.
0: Well done, Mr. Mullen. That was a, uh, re- very well played there. Do you well like played. that? I like that. I so, like that.
2: But which, she then informed me somebody dies in the I'm not going to root for anyone. But I was emotionally, very emotionally <laughs> upset because I didn't realise this person. Anyway. It's it's the sort of vibe, but what I was listening to was these kids going, you know, it's sort of these exceptional manners. Who the fuck toxic But <laughs> it's, you're right. That's because it's of this. because of things like this. It became this became
0: so dialogue heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this there's there's not much if you want to say effects or you know that it's so dialogue based. Like later said, it was four hours and something, four hours fifteen that they actually recorded. Mm-hmm. It's so much stuff and so much improvised stuff, and people had to fool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, so there's so much there, that that just, it, it showed younger people in a different light. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, as I say, the John Hughes stuff, it was all sort of very lovey-dovey and all the rest. But this was 13, 14-year-olds dealing with adult issues. Mm-hmm. And that hadn't been done before. No. Um, and that, uh, he nearly almost, I hate to use the word, but you nearly almost have a grunge feel of Leaders like, th- th- of this movie. Even though it's seventy six, but you know what I mean? Is I, that
2: I, no, I hear you. And I have said in the past, if that had a more modern soundtrack, as in 92, 93 soundtrack, yeah. it would have been, you know, the oh, Sonic well. Youths and stuff like that. Which he subsequently did in the movie Suburbia. That's right. Yeah, and it's just years, filled yeah. with Violet Femme songs and Sonic Youth and Pixies and stuff. So but it, it would have fitted into here just as well.
0: We have uh we have a clip here of uh Ben Affleck. <coughs> we gotta
2: set up Affleck and that's
0: Affleck, yeah, I think Affleck, Affleck plays a blander
2: O'Banion. O'Banion, Ben Affleck himself thinks he's the only one who didn't come out of this film looking good. But what he doesn't realise is that nobody remembers that Ben Affleck anymore. They only remember our Ben Affleck now. Yes. Badfleck. Mm-hmm. And he's very, he's very uh, nostalgic about this film. He knows it was his big break, mm-hmm. just like everybody else. It was their big break. But there is... Um, there's a part of time where I think he disassociated himself from it. Mm. But then started to see how popular it became and how much it resonated with people. He tells a story where somebody walks up to him when he's walking down the street and says, here's a flyer for a preview of a film. And he was like, what is it? And he goes, this stupid <laughs> high school thing. And, you know, it's it's rubbish. Nobody cares about it. I think they're all getting drunk in cars and stuff. And he's like, well, what's it called? And he, he was like, "Dazed and confused." and he went, fuck <laughs> Yeah. that's the film I'm in. <laughs> so he goes to watch it, and he loves it. But he didn't know because of because it didn't hit box office gold. But it got amazing ratings. Like the great, critics loved great it. Great critical review.
0: But I mean, it, it, they they talk about that. The producers talk about the fact it was an epic failure mm-hmm. at, to the point that the the distribution of the film um, to the cinemas that were involved, they basically they got the dip- distribution that would normally be given to an independent film. Mm. So it was a very limited screening, so mm. it wasn't going to take a lot of money. I think there was a thing in, in in the documentary where Linklater had talked about, he sent a letter to all the cast to say, don't let this a you and don't take it as a hit because, you know, um, we think it's more than what it is, but they've put it down as an independent sort of screening. Yeah. And then they, as I said in the documentary, God love VHS and mm-hmm. fucking DVD because then it- um, Well, it
2: got its own Criterion release. The yeah. criterion blue and I think it's one of the biggest sound criterions. It's because it's got such a like and
0: we sometimes use the phrase cult following or cult, this is cult like cult like yeah it's yeah it's there's people
2: they have like the Alamo Draft House had the twentieth anniversary screening and Austin and it was outdoors and they went they did it at the water tower. Yes, that's right. With yeah. a big massive outside screen and most of the cast showed up. Now there was a virtual uh reading of the script by mm-hmm. the actors. For charity in November last year in twenty twenty, oh, okay, right. and Affleck couldn't show up, and everybody thought it was because Affleck just didn't want to do it, but uh-huh. he did. He just he was committed to something else and he couldn't right. do it. So McConaughey's in it, so like, oh, all right, the, right. all the, okay. the other major players are in it, but there's other actors who play the other actors that couldn't show up. Okay, so Ashton Kutcher comes up to oh, do right. Affleck's. Oh. And Kutcher, like, before it all starts, has nearly the whole cast crying because he's sitting and telling them how much this film means to a generation before them. Right, yeah. But the amount of people that viewed the virtual reading of the script, like, this thing hops, it skips generations, like. Yeah, it seems
0: to, like it's, it makes a recurring sort of like, appearance every so often. Like,
2: Ashton Kutcher would be r- roughly our age. Yeah. But I know of kids ten years younger than us. That are big, big fans. So it's just, it keeps jumping.
0: And it it has that sort of um, mixture of people too, because it's got the stoners. Stoners love it. It sort of became a, a hit for that. It's got the drinkers. The drinkers love mm-hmm. it because they go to hang about. And then you've got the music lovers, and then you've got the actual Linklater lovers. And you, there's so many uh, avenues of people, that and you fall get the whole it.
2: retro thing. People into the fashion and the vibe of the, and, and how the cars and the trucks and the pickups looked, and you know all that feel as well. Yeah, and very, like,
0: very detailed in that. Actually, and it is really yeah. detailed.
2: Like Linklater must be fucking photogrammic memory sort of guy. Like from
0: yeah, what you see in later years. Like, I mean, the man's detailed. Actually. He is very detailed. Uh, the boy or adulthood. Mm-hmm. Is it, a Boyhood is it? Boyhood. Sorry? Boyhood, sorry. Uh I mean, 12 years. <laughs>
2: 12 years. And then he did the Before trilogy, Before uh-huh. Sunset, Sunset, Sunrise, sunrise and yeah. m- Midnight. And you know the, the lady who plays the high school teacher in this? Mm-hmm. The one who tells them, don't be getting them, don't let the man sort of get in oh your yeah, head over yeah. the yeah. summer and all. She's the co-screenwriter of Before Sunrise. Oh, is that right? She got an Oscar nomination oh, with him good. for the screenplay. There you are. But anyway, yeah, what back you're, to saying, Affleck what you're saying and Affleck, O'Banion. Is So he's Affleck's the guy like Is not who you think He's going to be in this film And to be honest with you When we saw this film For the first time uh-huh. Me and you were going That's the star No That's the guy Who's going to be huge Yeah He's going to be Jennifer Lopez, and there's going to be, but he's going to be Batman. No fucking chance. It, and that's only bad in this film. But <laughs> he gives off such an energy in this film. You're like, he's always a ha- moron. I always like. think of Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> 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 he's
0: in that movie with fucking Mark for Mark. <laughs> 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 that, that movie with fucking Mark for Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, he. he he then sort of played a similar kind of asshole in Mole Rats. Yeah. Sort of, of, yeah, more or less the same sort of. Just, It actually probably would explain where Obanion would have ended up. Yeah, working in oh, a yeah, fucking yeah. in a mall and then still thinking he's fucking God's mm-hmm. gift
2: with Jason London's brother. With,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's a, a clip of uh, Obanion getting.
2: So basically, Obanion's been the main fucking figure in trying to hunt these kids down and give them battering with. And we've already been told he flunked high school the year before, so he's he's now older than everyone else. <laughs> but he's coming back to get double licks of everyone. So he's been battering these kids with a paddle um, Which, by the way, all the cast members made themselves They made their individual paddle, all right, okay. And um, the kids finally get their own revenge on him And uh, they play a crafty trick And when they get him outside And he thinks he's going to get a few of them They dump a pile of paint on him And this is his reaction
1: <laughs> Jesus, leave the devil, fuck, get away What's the matter with you? It's fucking pitiful Fuck Fresh shit is.
2: Are you looking at? Huh?
0: Kick your fucking ass right now!
1: Pussy. <sighs> what are you smiling at? Fray, you fucking faggot! Huh? Fuck you! Fuck all of you! Fuck you!
2: so uh, uh, there's also a deleted I'm scene. Fucking I'm fucking But that's the last we see of Ben Affleck. But there's a deleted scene where he shows up in the forest at the end of the Moon Tower. Right. And they're at the Water Tower, and he uh, just talks about how he changed his shirt and all. And then he, like, pushes a guy away from getting beer from the beer keg, and he, d- he pours a the beer. And then there, you can hear the boys in the background going, cut. I why did you bother bringing that What's fucking that? scene?
0: <laughs> Absolutely pointless to have him back. Not even worth the setup. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the other characters we mentioned then, so you have Slater.
2: Yeah, Rory is, uh, is, uh, Have you ever seen Scanner Darkly? Richard Linklater's yes. It's a brilliant film I love it It's absolutely a brilliant, amazing. brilliant film yeah. Yeah. And it's um, It's the one done with all the animation When they paint in the cells But He's amazing in it as well He's
0: brilliant uh, The whole That whole That whole movie was absolutely I mm. actually must get that again oh, it's, I, I bet you it looks amazing in 4K Is there been a restoration of it? I must look into there that There um, But yeah, so Slater I mean, it's he, he became Like a sort of The uh, uh, as iconic as Cheech and Chong at, at a point
2: Like I mean it, he just It got It was It was it drew me in to watch it again When I was younger uh-huh. And then everything else drew me in after But Slater Slater <laughs> The scene we were referencing earlier Where Matthew McConaughey's in the car And he's talking to uh, the the, the Mar- Marissa Risi And he's sort of just being cool about Come to the moon tower We're all going to get drunk We've got a keg and all when it finishes and he's just staring at her, like Slater leans over and goes, "Hey, I know you, man. We went to geography together." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "You know that was improvising." Like, oh, I absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's just such a great line. Um. So yeah, this is
2: this is a, a the Slater monologue, as it's famously known as. This yeah. is now all the way through this film. You see Slater first thing in the morning, and he's white as a sheet. Like, and I'm, what I mean is he smoked a lot of marijuana, <laughs> and. He continues through the entire film to be smoking marijuana. The whole film, uh-huh. and he never looks any worse or better. No, he's always the same level of stone, mm-hmm. which I appreciate from people who you use marijuana. You're never, you know, your limit. Yeah, you know how much you can take. I, I, I wouldn't have much experience in that, but yeah, I, I, I didn't mean you as in you. No, but you I meant them, saying, and, and yeah, because uh, them. <clears throat> <but> so <laughs> the when he's but this scene. Mm. I think he's taken one too many, <laughs> and he's, he's just having a wee moment. He might have had an edible, maybe.
1: <laughs> you guys know what that song's about? It's about aliens. We're the aliens, man. We're the savages. We're the wait, savages. Wait, man, that song's about that? Yeah, man, that a, song's about a, that, about, about aliens? Yeah, man, you didn't know that? This country is founded... It was founded by people who were in the aliens, man. George Washington, man, he was in a cult. And the cult was in the aliens, man. You didn't know that? No. Oh, man, they were way into that type of stuff, man. George Toadweed. Absolutely, George Toadweed. Are you kidding me, man? He grew fields of that stuff, yeah, he, man. He, That's what I'm talking about. Man, he, he, fields. He grew that shit up in Mount Vernon, man. Mount Vernon, man, he grew it all over the country, man. He had people growing it all over the country you know the whole country back then was getting hot let me tell you man because 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 he knew he was on to something man he knew that it would be a good cash crop for the southern states man and so he grew fields of it man but you know what behind every good man there's a woman and that woman was martha washington man and every day george would come home she'd have a big fat bowl waiting for him man <laughs> when he'd come in the door man she was a hip a hip hip lady man and she she was real cool too. She'd harvest the crops, man. That's what I'm talking about. She'd put in the in the um, bushels and stuff and sell it, you know, because they had to, you know, make ends meet and stuff. I mean, they. It, what, did you ever look at a dollar bill, man? There's some spooky stuff going on on a dollar bill, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's green too.
2: <laughs> Slitter as Q. I just I just wanted to hear what his theory about the dollar bill was. From my, I would have just listened to that conversation for the whole Iron Forty Five because. When you get to this point, you're like, you just realize that when, when it wasn't showing Slater, like I would show Slater <laughs> pulling up in the car when they're at the pool hall scenes. And I'd love to hear the conversations that were going on leading up to that. But there's a great clip where he pulls up and Ben Affleck's just leaving in a car. Ben Affleck goes, hey, Slater, man, give me some drugs. And Slater <laughs> goes, ask your mom, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's I just love him uh, uh, Yeah, he, he's definitely one of the favourites in there uh, Mr London, um, Pink as well, I think, plays a, a, a vital role in it yeah. yeah, Slater and um, McConaughey, um, uh, Wood- <coughs> Wooderson, they stand out on that definitely uh, I, mean, I
2: really just I have to sh- I have to say his name Because the guy that plays Don, Sasha Jensen Right, yes Don's the guy with the dungarees, ah, yeah, the, yeah. the other uh-huh. footballer He's amazing in this Yeah, that's right. He's got great comic timing the whole way through the film. He's sort of like the moral Geiger counter. He's never judging anyone at the end when Pink says about he's not gonna play football under the rules that they're trying to push them, he goes, Okay, that's that then. Yeah. He doesn't force them, he doesn't push on anything.
0: They're trying to get him to to sign a contract.
2: Basically, you're not taking drugs or alcohol in the summertime leading up to the preseason of football. Yeah. Which is basically them saying, We're giving you these rules and regulations about your life outside of school. And he's saying, "I don't want to agree to that."
0: And again, it's probably very realistic in that sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there were there were guys going through that sort of dilemmas and then wondering what they're going to do. And to be such a young age to be told this is what you're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, uh, you know yourself when you're like me, our professional football career just passed us by. I mean, very, knee, very
2: knee injuries, just, both, you know both. I mean, just that's all it was.
0: Um, but in America, especially, it's very, uh, especially when it comes to college and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, it's very important. So um, they 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 captured all that, but then I mean, obviously, um, they they also captured the whole fucking partying that goes on around it too. So and of course. A, the, 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 the fucking. Uh, they the have a car boot filled with beer. Yeah, the dilemma of should I go to football or should I get rode off? And there's a few boys in drone have that problem as well. They do it. have that problem. <laughs> from Not just rode off. Gaelic and soccer mm-hmm. and rugby. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the same issue. <laughs> oh, many, many times. Uh, so, yes, I mean, so when you go, then we we know about the the, the follow up, the legacy of it then. I mean, hmm. you talked about there briefly, uh, that outdoor airings or screenings of the show. You're attracting thousands to it. Um,
2: yeah. But they were even saying within Austin, uh, there was people driving past these going, what's this film? They're like, oh, it's confusing. They're going, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And you're like, it was shot here. There's people visit here just to visit the, the locations of where it was filmed. It's massive. Yeah. Uh, Parker Posey, uh, she had mentioned that
0: uh, somewhere like within the first couple, like the film came out in September, by that Halloween, somebody was dressed as Darla. Yeah, I freaked a, her out. A, broke, a freak, yeah, I yeah, had a fancy dress. Like, but I mean, so th- so instantly it found an audience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, small as it may be, but then that audience grew then with the video and then mm-hmm. coming through. Um, to the point now, as you say, you've got the likes of Tarantino singing his praises. But I mean, every sort of, uh, every film poll you would see in regards to comedy-wise, um, it would be in there in the top 50. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And uh, that's, I mean, it's it's, it's easy to see. Howie McConaughey and Affleck, Sean Edless, Parker Posey. I mean, she, she, as you mentioned, the Christopher Guest stuff is fucking amazing. amazing. She's classing that. Amazing. Um, but Joy nope. you know, Lauren Adams, I mean, apart
2: from chasing Amy and that, she never really <coughs> no, did anything no, after that. Not really. Um, um, and again, it's sort of surprising because she's good in everything I've seen her in. What was Adam Sandler once she was in? Oh, yeah. Big Daddy? Right. Big Daddy, yeah. She's in that. She's a very but I mean, unique voice, I, I, she's yeah. sort of that unique. It could be annoying. It mightn't be. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but no, I, I agree with you there. there. There's a lot of them, though, that went on to do TV. Yeah, and some of them went on to be like a, a like
0: community hero sort of thing. Like one girl's involved with like a war yeah, project the or or? Sabrina, the, yes. the
2: young, the, Yeah, the girl who plays Sabrina, the girl version of Mitch in this film, who sort of has her tale told yeah. while getting hazed by the girls, but then coming along for the party. Yeah. Um, yeah, she just went, Hollywood's a bit scary, I don't want to do this anymore, and just went on her own yeah, path.
0: Just did her own thing, and, and, uh, and did very well, the uh-huh. Uh So then, I mean, Link later went on, then, I mean, well, first of all, if we we're going for the soundtrack. So we mentioned the Aerosmith, obviously, there, but,
2: yeah,
0: I mean, this choice of music for this was, I mean, superb. Um, but we... we even the, even there, when we played those clips, you're always hearing music in the background, you're always hearing it sort of permeating throughout the whole, to,
2: nearly through every scene. So you got This is uh, this is <laughs> Fuck me You get Alice Cooper You get ZZ Top You get Ted Nugent Leonard Skinner Deep Purple Kiss Black Sabbath Bob Dylan Hurricane remember Slap bang in the middle oh, of the pool Oh that's scene. right The boys walking through Is that the coolest scene? Ah oh, that's right Hurricane. But ever, also there's like a they If they spent 8 million in this film And a third of it Was on commission In the songs <laughs> Then the music is Basically As important As to the film as the, the actors The actors, <laughs> the script, <laughs> the, director.
0: the director But did you see, I mean when you when you list out Those names, you could see mm. why it cost
2: oh, o- yeah, they, Over no, two the, and a half million And they put, could you know. have skipped, they could have jumped for songs yeah. That weren't as popular, weren't as big and weren't from As established artists and got them for the time But they but weren't then, the songs that he was listening to a, that, that, uh, Yeah, and it had to be reflective It had to be those songs So yeah, it's uh. You know they got sued by the guys who had the same surnames right? As a few characters in the film That went to school with Linklater Oh, no I didn't know that. But the guys didn't look anything like the characters in the film, and he never actually mentioned that they were people that were from his past. He just used names that he remembered. Oh, so it got thrown out of court. Right. Oh, okay. He, the word man is said 203 times. <laughs> Mitch touches his nose, annoyingly as fuck, 42 <laughs> times? <laughs> yeah. uh, Linklater wanted this film to just be three 30-minute Listens to the ZZ Top album, Fandango <laughs> While th- three people were in a car And it was just the conversation that was going on with them While the album played in its entirety And We'll talk about the actor what-ifs In a mm-hmm. minute But do you know the actor what-if that's actually in the film? No Renee Zellweger What? Renee Zellweger Was auditioning to play Jody, Mitch's sister Uh huh. So it was Ashley Judd Right They were turned down Oh, okay. But Renee Zellweger, they were like, she's got a great look. Uh-huh. So, remember when um Wooderson's standing outside the pool hall and he's doing his infamous We Get Older and they yeah, stay yeah. the same age? Yeah, The girl that walked past that, that he references is these young high school girls. That's oh, her. Oh, well, there you go. But also... I watched that scene last night. I didn't really know that. Also, I didn't know. But also... Renee Zellweger, when uh, Parker Posey's character's drinking the beer ball, uh-huh. the, the flute, she's the one pouring it in, and she's standing in the back of the pickup. And oh. when you see her, you go, that's Renee Zellweger. Didn't even right But your it. mind goes, that's Joey Lauren Adams. Because they look so similar. They're very similar, and similar sort of voice acting when you say that. I think. So yeah. Renee Zellweger's in this film as well. Oh. So there's mm-hmm. another fucking bow to the... <laughs> and
0: so to give us the what-ifs, then, before we finish up. what what's So
2: the what-ifs, uh, Vince Vaughn was turned down for Affleck's character... And oh, I could see that, yeah. Yeah, and for... Um, well, often we say that, but yeah, you could see that. Well, he was, apparently he looked, he was then auditioning for another character, and they said he looked too much like Affleck, who had already then been cast for the character he originally listened for.
0: Oh, right, okay. So I went,
2: no, you can't, but I can't see Vince Vaughn and Ben Affleck looking too fucking similar. Nah. Oh, mm. Claire Danes was turned down for Sabrina, the young... Right, okay. So that's how old she was. Mm. Now, that one I don't understand because... Clearly would be a better actress, I would feel.
0: Yeah, definitely, I would say so.
2: Because that young girl, it sort of give it a documentary vibe. Yeah, if, she, but I, like, I, like I, she I was just being filmed
0: walking around. That's why of. I still believe, like, purpose purposely did that to make it feel like a.
2: I, I I feel that too. And like like I said, Ashley Judd was turned down for. A, but Ashley Judd, two years later, was in heat. That's right. Yes. So mm. I think she made it all right. She's like. been
0: all right, like in fairness.
2: Uh, There is a spiritual successor to this film based in the 80s that Linklater Later done two years ago called Everybody Wants Some. Yes. I've seen it. Well, I didn't watch it. I was worried. (laughs) No, it's one of them ones where I think because of my age, I didn't quite understand it first time around. Okay. I think if I would have watched it the same age it was when I started watching this. I get it better.
0: Right, okay, I know what you mean, yeah.
2: It's based in the 80s, and it has a bit more of... It's a very, very, very similar feel to this. Right. And it's one of them ones where I'm not going to chalk it off just yet. I think I need to watch it again. Okay, yeah. Um, Those,
0: sometimes the film do need that, yeah, need a second watch.
2: There's a nice story, right, from a book called All Right, All Right, All Right, <laughs> by Melissa Mears, who's a writer for Rolling Stone. And it's an oral history of Days and Confused. Uh-huh. And this is a direct passage, right? Jason London who stars as football hero Randall, says, this is a quote from Jason London himself, 10 years ago, I got a brand new Mac laptop and I called Apple. A guy answers and he says, hi, what's your name? And I said, uh, Jason London. He goes, Jason, it's me, Wiley. He played Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> On the other end of the line, Wiley Wiggins, now working for Apple Care phones. <laughs> Years after the classic scene when London coaches Wiggins and how to answer the coded question, are you cool? <laughs> yeah. There are a couple of ordinary middle-aged dudes still trying to learn the passwords. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so I remember, I, I actually have that book and I read that bit and went, what? Uh. But then I looked up on Wiley Wiggins and he does get very slagged for his performance in this and for his inability to throw a baseball. But the guy is as happy as a pig in shit. <laughs> he does game coding oh. and he's like, he works in uh, Silicon Valley. And he's just like Living real nice pain, down yeah. to earth he doesn't deny he was the guy in the film he doesn't deny <laughs> this, that nor he doesn't stay away from it he was involved in the virtual reading mm-hmm but oh, good well so done. i don't think anyone came out of this film yeah ab- apart from sean andrews who was a prat well yeah he was a prat and he was pushed out of it but
0: um so yes go and have a rewatch. days of views go and listen to the music uh especially um of the the 76
2: era the spotify playlist of the soundtrack has more songs
0: yeah, I was going to say, there's a load on it. There's mm-hmm. a massive list um And yeah, so um, Mr. Linklater, I'm sure, may appear somewhere down the line again. He's done so many yeah. great stuff uh, since this. But um, cult classic, one of the best, the best. best
2: well, absolutely. Don't forget as well, as first Film Slacker was the reason that Kevin Smith started making films. Yes. So it influenced everyone in independent cinema. So he's a... Fucking go get her, like.
0: Absolutely. So go and catch up on all of his uh, catalogue. We will return uh, once again. And so for, finally, we'll say all right, all right, all right.
2: All right, all right, all right.